Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. I want to ask you guys something. How much do you invest in your salon marketing? And how much return do you get from it? Well, if you're thinking, geez, Larissa, how the hell should I know? Well, I feel you, knowing how much to invest in marketing to begin with, it's hard enough, let alone knowing what return you should be looking for or what kind of return you can expect. It's yet another thing that no one bothers to teach you when you start out in your own business. But don't worry, I got you. As a matter of fact, this very question came up in one of my Salon Mastery coaching sessions just last week. One of my lovely salon owners told me she was ready to invest more in her marketing, but she really just didn't know where to start. And it got me thinking. One of the most common things that I see when it comes to salon owners and marketing is that they're just winging it, throwing things at the wall that is Instagram and Facebook and just hoping that it sticks. And then, well, when it doesn't, they feel a little bit defeated, a little disillusioned because the reality is that by not knowing very simple but very key numbers when it comes to investing in marketing, they're basically setting themselves up for failure. And I don't want that to happen to you. That's why today I'm going to invite you to be a fly on the wall on that very coaching session where I reveal the five numbers that you need to know when it comes to investing in marketing for your business and exactly how to use those numbers to make smart decisions about where you will put your money and when. So let's jump in. I know you had one specifically while um, others are typing. Sure. Jump on in. Uh, so my question is actually in regards to marketing because I'm just about to start marketing using Google Ads. Mm-hmm. And also um, I have a product range that I'm going to start doing a couple of paid ads for that on the social media. My question is how how in percentage, how much should I be investing marketing when it comes down to that? Because I already have, I don't know, I already invest about nearly $950 per month on the social media girls that helps me with my social media. So I already have that. So I would mm-hmm. have the investment of the person that's going to be running the ads for me. And mm-hmm. I will have the expenses of the ads itself. So they asked me this morning, what's my budget? And I don't Mm -hmm. actually know how I can find out my budget based on my CEO dashboard. How how much should I be looking to invest on that, if you know what I mean? Totally, I know what you mean. I love that. So let me just bring your dash up. Um, As a general rule of thumb, Mm -hmm. I want you to think of two numbers, um, 3% and 7%. So 3%, -hmm. I think, is what you want to invest Um, on organic or testing or Mm -hmm. just playing like I'm going to test if something works or I would say you're probably already spending that on having a somebody do that right right you're having somebody do it so you're you're making an investment already hope we'll do the math in a second hopefully that's around three percent but I think you know by the time you just do 
the odd campaign, boost a post, pay for a human, whether it's SEO, you know, like your website regularly, you're yeah. paying for SEO, that type of stuff. If you can kind of call the basics at 3% and, the, and then have up to 7%. Now, the reason I say go 3% before you go 7% is you don't want to go willy-nilly spending 7% when you don't know what works yet. Correct. Because if you're just spending 7% around and it's like throwing spaghetti at the wall and hopefully something works, it's quite a lot to invest in testing. Mm -hmm. And so... If you can get your one, your organic social media engaging content working, in theory should be free or paying mm -hmm. for a person to do it. So you don't need to do it. That's a worthy investment. Once yeah. you know that that works, I know how to engage people. I know that if I book or run certain types of promotions, I get mm -hmm. a couple of bookings. That's signs of success. You can say, okay, I've got signs of success. I kind of know what works. Now, if I put money behind it, it should scale is ultimately the word so if you did one let's here's a scenario if I did three posts and I got five clients a post for a promotion I got five clients three posts no cost five clients so now if you put ten dollars on on it just for example you should go well I went from zero to ten and I got three I should be able to go to 30 that might be a little bit too much <laughs> mm -hmm. but the maths should uh Oh, there's a word that's missing out of my brain. You should have exponential growth to the same component. So if you're spending $10 and you get five bookings, if you spend $20, you should get 10 bookings. The maths should be the same. They're like margins, yeah. right? They mm -hmm. grow with. So you need to know how much you can get for free or how much you can get in your 3%. So when you double it, 6%, you should expect double the result. Sure. Sure. Because that's and how digital marketing works in any case. It's just a numbers game. If you know how to get 10, you should know how to get 20. You just double the investment and do this basically the same thing. Paid advertising should be about reaching more eyeballs. Yeah. But you have to, but the, the the promotion or the strategy needs to work on a small scale because otherwise you're just scaling something that's already broken. Does that make sense? Yes. You don't want to pay for something that doesn't work. Correct. Within this, within this three percent, does it include mm -hmm. website expenses annually and all of that? Yeah, you yeah. want to put that in there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Whatever the percent is now, then have a look at how much do I got left to go to that seven percent? And sure. you don't have to go to right to seven percent straight away. <laughs> but the good thing about that dash is if I go from three percent to seven percent, so that if that's nine hundred dollars, you're probably going eighteen. You probably got to about two thousand dollars. What does that do to your bottom line? What does that do to your profit? Because that's now $1,200 that you're paying to somebody else that you're not taking home. Are you prepared to not have that $1,200 for three months so you can get 12 more clients than you have now? Probably that's a good investment. Yeah. But yeah. you'll be if expecting it's, it's a return. return. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah exactly. As I said to them, as long as I have a return, I don't mind investing if I have the money to invest and you're going to get it a, something back like it's just part of what you have to do if you wanted to exactly experience. exactly um, but you want to know if I pay a thousand dollars I want to be able to find out how many clients that so I'm getting 10 new clients a week right now if I pay you a thousand dollars a month what would I want would I want 15 clients five clients a week you won't know the answer 
but you probably need one, two or three months to let them do the job. And then you'll be looking for probably I want to have five extra clients a week. That's 20 clients a month. What's your average client bill? Hey, Larissa here. I just wanted to jump in and interrupt uh, myself just for a second to ask you, do you feel like you're going in blind when it comes to marketing? You know you need a strategy, but you just don't know where to start. You wish someone would just show up and make it all work for you. It all just seems like way too much. And instead of making a change, you just keep doing the same old thing, even though you're not really seeing any outcome. Isn't marketing supposed to bring in new clients? Well, first, let me tell you that you're not alone. In fact, most salon owners in my Salon Mastery coaching program came in with no clue about marketing and they were winging it just like you. But with the help of the Seller Mastery Coaching Program, they've stepped into the driver's seat of their business and they're taking control of their marketing and they're seeing their results. Real life return on investment in the form of beautiful new clients. Not only are they seeing a parade of new clients coming through the door, but they're rebooking and they're quickly becoming a grey clients. And salon marketing is just one of the elements of the salon business ownership that we cover in the Salon Mastery Program, a nine part proven plan to grow and scale your business. Everything from hiring and managing a great team to powerful profit management, all with your very own Salon Mastery Success Coach to guide you through step-by-step. Step. Now, if you think this could be a good fit for you, then I'm super excited for you. I'm gonna put a link in the show notes of this episode so you can chat with me because let's cut to the chase and apply for a complimentary 20-minute discovery call with one of my amazing Salon Mastery Coaches. You'll find that link in the show notes of this episode. All right, let's get back to the episode. I'm just um, making up a number for, do you remember? I've, I've got everything here on my KPI, I'm ready. Amazing. <laughs> so let's just say, hypothetically, you get 20 new clients a month times your average client bill. Yeah, uh, average sale. Average sale, yep. Yeah, yeah average 188, 188, 188. average spent. So that would bring you in $3,700. Mm -hmm. Now you minus the 12, we're just pretending you're paying them $1,000. That's yeah. a third, right? 3,000, you're going to yes. get two, you're going to get, well, it's actually 25, that's a 75%. You pay 1,000, you're going to get 4,000. That's a good return. That's a four multiple on your, on your income. Mm. So you want to be going, if I'm going to pay $1,000, I probably want to have 20 clients in addition to what I'm already having. You're tracking that in your KPI sheet. You already know mm -hmm. how many new clients come every month. Yeah. And so you want to say, I'm prepared to pay $1,000. I'm making up these numbers. You have to do the, you know, sure, sure. check it for real. <laughs> I'm prepared to pay $1,000 as long as I get an, an additional 20 clients. That makes sense to oh. me. And yeah. then you can hold them accountable to that number. Mm -hmm. Is that useful, yeah, guys? Is that useful to anybody else? Like being able to work it back and go, I'm prepared to put this much in, but I need this much back. You've got the numbers this, in your sheet. And this percentage is from your profit or total revenue? Revenue. Okay. Revenue. So let's have a look at your dash to see if we can all look at it together, maybe. Yeah. Now have the detail of your, you want to get into your, your detailed profit and loss because this is grouping everything together. But in your operational costs, Somewhere in there. It's high. It I have quite a high. In your oh. operational costs, it's, yeah, you're at, oh, yes, yeah, very high. So you want to go through your profit and loss and go, how much, how much of that am I currently spending? 
on advertising, what is that as a percentage yeah. to income? Should we do that per month or like a year? Because in the month I have it now, but mm-hmm. do, do because websites expenses are yearly expenses, so we'll have to just probably go a little bit more detail into it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But if you're getting lots of new clients on a regular basis, then yeah, uh, I get around thirty new it. clients for 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 fourth night. Okay, so sixty clients a yeah, month. So, yeah, yeah. On yeah. average, I just had a look on the KPI. Yeah, and, and marketing think- we spent last last month two thousand seven hundred dollars in July for marketing advertising events, and that's the we've expended so far. So we own around the average is around fifteen hundred a month. So it's not a lot. Okay, fifteen hundred divided by sixty new clients is costing you twenty five dollars a client to get in the door. Mm-hmm. And that's not so bad. Divided by one eighty eight, that's not that's quite a good return. So if you go one eighty eight divided by twenty five, you're getting a, you, you're getting. Every $25 you pay, you're getting seven times that back in a new client. Okay. It's pretty good. good. The trick now, the trick now is how do you make sure you're keeping a decent amount of those people? Correct. Yeah. I had a we've we've improved our retention to 45 overall in the salon. Wow, that's great. We've been I've done the workshops and all of that on rebooking and retention. And I've just having a we're on a 45 rebooking rate and 40 on client new client rebooking okay I'm really interested that was a really sort of digging down a rabbit hole of how we can use our numbers for you guys what was the kind of the big takeaway for you there Thank out of you. that sort of how am I redirecting my my money return on investment how we're we using the dash what was what was the insight or takeaway there from you guys I love conversations like that because that's a real coming from the numbers you know do the math what was your takeaway Uh, I would love to have that money for advertising (laughs) that's you're in the right place for sure but you know what the same math supplies even with different numbers right Mm. and if you can I think it's just about finding how much can I afford and I reckon three months is a fair and reasonable amount of time to get a return if you're doing a sort of a bigger than just your so, your weekly social media type of campaigns. Like if you're using somebody to do your SEO or to do uh, Facebook marketing or any of those things, you've got to give time to get a return on that investment. And I think three months is probably the longest you should wait for. And as long as you know what the what you're looking for, is that she needs 20 new clients, additional new clients to make that worthwhile. My question to you, is do you have space to do 20 additional clients do you have the team for it because if the answer is no then probably that's not where you need to invest your money right now I'd be taking it home and you know doing something else with the money or whatever so as long as you can serve them because then the problem is if I could get 20 new clients do I have the staff to to look after them do you know yeah and that's it once you have those numbers it's actually a lot simpler than you think let's recap Number one, 3%. This is where you should be combining your total day-to-day marketing activities, including all of your new campaigns or testing ideas that you have going on at any one time. Number two, 7%. This is the percentage that you can theoretically 
invest up to once you're confident that you have a certain activity that is working. And that if you invest more money in that, into that activity, that you will see exponential results and growth relative to those margins. Number three is your cost per new client that walks through the door. Number four, this is your average client spend. You'll use this to work out the true value of your new clients once the cost of obtaining them has been taken away. And last but not least, the number of retention, a percentage of retention. And number five is your retention percentage. I'm talking about the percentage of new clients who rebook with you after their first appointment. And this is so important because it's the one thing to attract new clients in, with your marketing activities. But if you're not retaining those clients, then the return on your investment is significantly reduced. And you need to know that before making any more decisions about investing more money into marketing. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.